Okay, so we're up to the beginning of Simon Shin Aleph. Now, Shin Aleph, the, today's is a standalone topic, but what we're going to get to, um, the majority of, sh- the rest of Shin Aleph, it's a very long Simon, and Shin Bey's, uh, Shin Aleph, and a couple other Simonim deals with carrying. Now, we don't have, I mean, we have an air of inquits. Now, but that itself is not necessarily a great thing. It's a good thing that we could carry, but it's not a good thing that people, um, Bichlal don't know the halachas of carrying at all, which is not uh, not the best thing in the world. So it's important. Uh, so maybe I'll I'll touch on like the the, the larger the larger topics. I'm not gonna go through the details. Maybe I'll talk about like the more negay stuff. But let's start from Simon Shinalif. Let's let's run through it together. So it's like this. The mechaber writes like this. The mechaber starts off. Ein lorutz b'shavus elayim kin ledvar mitzvah. The beginning of Simon Shinalif. Is you're not allowed to run on Shabbos. It's considered a bizayon for Shabbos to run, unless you're running for a mitzvah. Running to shul to do a mitzvah, to go to a shul, to go to a shir. There are more ads. V'asil of soya yoiser me meama v'psiachas im efshalay b'pachis, and not just running, even taking large strides, which is larger than you normally walk, is itself not not appropriate for Shabbos. Fine. Let's go back to the mishabur and Aleph. What's the issue? With running, says the Mishaburah, Sifkat and Aleph, Shinemar, Vichibaditoi, Measois Derachecha. The Pasuk in Yeshaya says that you're supposed to honor in the way that you travel on Shabbos, Vidarshu, Shloye, Lucha, Beshabbos, Kalucha, Bechol. That you don't walk on Shabbos the way you walk during the week. So during the week, we run. Places you run to the bus stop, you run places. Not on Shabbos. There's a certain menucha that has to, has to, you know, fill every element of your life on Shabbos. Shederach Adam, Lemaher, Velar, Tzachar, Iskai. People that are in the middle of the week in nature is to walk very quickly. Correct. And on Shabbos, the there's, sort of there's a certain slope you're supposed to slow down. Now, the truth is, the truth is, even during the week, you shouldn't walk so quickly because the Gemara tells us, whatever this means, that walking quickly during the week, running during the week, takes away one five hundredth of your eyesight. Whatever that means, the difference is that on Shabbos, it's it's usur. Fine. Now, Says the Mishaburah, din osilikvites. You're not allowed to jump either. Says the Mishaburah on the next page in, in, in Gimel. Fine. Now, however, you're allowed to do it for a mitzvah. Running for a mitzvah is allowed. Now, the Mechaber writes in, bay, in, in Sif, Sif Bays like this. Someone just leave? Mechaber writes in Bays. Some coming in? Come on out. Okay. Hold on one second. I just. Let me go check. Is it, it, not, not, I'm, not, I'm not talking about over here. I'm just talking in general. Let's say you buy a simcha and you, you have a little wiki there. Afterwards. Dancing is not considered the iser of, of running. Uh, first of all, it's just the nature, it's not the type of movement that's also, but also for the tzarech mitzvah, that would be allowed. Right? You're allowed to run. And it's not just tzarech mitzvah. So if you look in Sif Beis, we're not done the running part. The, the Machaber writes in Sif Beis, Bachurim hamesangim bifichsosam, umurtsurosam. Yeah, okay. You know, there's always a thing. There's a thing now. There's a certain rabbi in the neighborhood. They don't like. I, I don't like it either. They don't like kids playing ball on Shabbos. It's not good for kids to play ball on Shabbos. I, I think it's not appropriate. You have to just know in life which battles to fight and which battles to not fight. But that's not. It's not for now. But but you're not allowed to let your kid do an iser, right? If it's not aser to run, then you should have to tell a ten year old stop running. But kids play all the time. They're playing tag. Or, so the mechaber writes, "Bachurim hamesangim bekfitzasam." If when you have younger younger men who are kids who enjoy running, meaning running is not when you're an adult, 
if you're running, it's because you have to run. It's not enjoyable, but if you have, and we'll get to jogging in a moment, but if you have a kid, they're, they're playing tag, the running is a tainuk. So the Mechaber says, Mutter. It's Mutter. Chaylur is called Ebershem Sangboy. And the truth is, we, you, you're allowed to run as an adult if it's an Oynig, meaning to see something. Let's say there's a certain, okay, I'll give you an example. I, I, you know, the, there's a shooting star, whatever it is. I, you want to, and they say, come out quick, come out quick. Or actually, you have this in, in New Hampshire. <laughs> right in front of our house, there was a fox. I'm not in front of the house. So I was like, come out quick. Or you want to see an animal? There's a bear in front of the house. Like, come out quick. So you're running. Right. Now, that's not for a mitzvah. But it's Fatanug. So the Mechaber says it's Mutter. Now we'll see all the details before the let's, let's see the Mishaburah. The Mishaburah says, Mutter, Afilach Achila. Shazah Oinig Shalahem. That's called Oinig. That's not considered uh, a Tircha. That's considered an Oinig. Vichain Liris. Pirish Shakola the Mutter Lorites. Kedei Lirais Dover Shemesangabai. You're allowed to run to see something that's Tanug. Now, by the way, I have Rev Nevensol adds, um, the also says, you're allowed to run to get out of the rain. If it's raining, you're allowed to run to get out of the rain because that's a consider. The point is, running is a problem when it's considered a, a tircha. You shouldn't be matriach yourself on Shabbos. But if it's for a mitzvah, for a, a necessary purpose, or for onig, then it's allowed. Now, the, the Ramah adds, you're also allowed to take walks on Shabbos. Obviously, you should not be spending your time doing this the whole time, but the, you know, a Shabbos stroll is allowed. Now, this is the interesting thing. The Mishaburah says, Afilu im meshum Even though you want to, to do it in order to, to, to sweat and to feel good. Hey, let, let me explain. After a heavy meal, let's say. Yeah, so let, let me explain. What's the issue? The issue is like this, and, and it's a very, very subtle shaila. I did a little bit of research on this, and the truth is, I don't want to give any hatter because I don't think it's appropriate to give it hatter. Let me explain. What's the issue if I want to, according to the Shulchan Aruch, I want to get into, I don't own these things, but I wanted to get into uh, jogging clothing, and on Shabbos afternoon, I wanted to take a run around the neighborhood. A full jog, like people do. What's the problem? What's the issue? The issue is, is running, it's mutter, it's tanug. I enjoy running, that's what I do. The issue, the main issue is that Chazal asserted all forms of medicine unless you're sick. But if you're not a sick person, medicine is also because they were afraid you might come to grind. One of the elements of medicine in the times of the Gemara was sweating. They felt that inducing sweat was medicinal. Therefore, all actions that are meant to induce sweat or that do induce sweat fall under the category of medicinal. And it's also. So now let's read the Mishaburah with that context and we'll see how it applies. The Mishaburah says, you want to take a walk Shabbos afternoon because you're just feeling like lethargic. Now, it's 90 degrees out. Yeah? If you walk around the neighborhood, you will be sweating. Right. That's the reality. Says the Mishaburah, it's allowed. Ah, you're sweating and sweating. Chazal Aser doing things that cause sweat. The answer is, it's not clear that you're doing it for medicinal purposes. But you're not allowed to run in order to sweat for medicinal purposes. Because that's clear. This is the source of exercise being usher. Now, so it's clear from the Mishabura that if you do something that's clear for medicinal purposes, clear that it's meant to induce sweating, it's usher. This is even in what you do. Correct. Correct. Oh, so we'll get to weights in a second. We'll get to weights in a second. But running would be a problem. Now here's the Shiloh. 
according to this though I want to do push-ups I, I want to do chin-ups and I when I was always raised you don't do that on Shabbos like if I if I ever, if I ever did thing. no so if I ever did push-ups in my house when I was younger not, that's not a big type of mine right now when I was younger I was so you know you know it's also on Shabbos the truth is, is it also on Shabbos? Now, you don't sweat from, unless you do a lot, push-ups don't induce that much sweat, enough to be medicinal. It could be, I did see some Paiskim that said that it may be allowed. However, and this is the strongest however, it's not to be done on Shabbos. Right. I don't care. It's one of those where, you know, it's like um, there was someone who made uh, the kosher switch. It's a, the name was an oxymoron. And he came to Rabbanim in Queens and he wanted to get their, like, haskamas. He got some rabbonami. Uh, they had to rescind it later because they realized what the the whole premise of this item. And he came to me and my father also. First of all, I was like, I'm not uh, I'm not a name that actually matters, so you shouldn't be bothering yourself. And I I don't feel it's appropriate to do such a thing. The whole premise of the kosher switch is they have these um, the Tzomet Institute in Eretz Yisrael um, introduced basically grumma machinery. It's that you know. Have you ever been there? The Tzomet, I've never been, it's but I've, I've, listen, every, everyone's used it. Every time you go to the Kotel, they have that wand uh, on Shabbos uh, for metal detector. They use that wand. That wand is using a Groma technology. It's basically where it's not just a time delay, it's there's a constant scan. And when you do something, it would cause a change in the machinery, but it wouldn't happen right away. It's basically using mechanics to for, to cause a grumma. This is how the, the hospitals in Eretz Yisrael use it to make phone calls. They use the Tzomet uh, phones. There's a, Dr. Bennett used to have that, uh, yes. that, that thing. It's like, a, it's like a, a scooter, the Shabbos scooter. That was made by the Tzomet Institute due to the urging of Rishon Mizam Norbach. Right. It's using grumma. Grumma is not mutter, it's mutter in a case of a tzarech, these people that are using things, a tzarech. This kosher switch, the person wanted to use this technology for home use. So you should be able to turn the lights on and off in your bedroom, mamish is on and off using this. Now, so I told the person, I said, he said, it's not us. I said, it may not be us, but it's not mutter. You don't need to be a big chacham to know. I haven't been to Weiss, by the way, Taka holds that it's Osir. He actually holds that it's not a grama. He actually looked into the technology. He actually thinks that it's a problem. Rebelski also held it away. But Lu Yitzur... Ramosha was it Ramosha... Uh, yeah, with the top, of course, Ramosha would think it's Osir. There's no question. No, with the Shabbos class. Exactly, class. exactly. Ramosha's not, not cool. The Shabbos class, he thinks it's a problem. The point is, there are certain things that you have to just... You have to you have to have seichel to see where it's headed. To tell someone, whether it's Osir or Mutter... To tell someone that they could do workout on Shabbos. You know what the 15-year-old kids are going to be doing on Shabbos? They'll be in the gym, the guns of Shabbos. Right. Is that a way to spend? Absolutely not. So is it technically usher? I don't know, because the issue of refu is when you sweat. If it doesn't induce sweat, which chin-ups, unless you do a lot of it, it's, you're not going to sweat so much. Uh, but it's it's definitely not allowed on Shabbos. I, I can tell you, it's like, this is not the this is not the Ras and Hashem. And it's a rare occurrence to say, so it's, like, it's not the Ras and Hashem. But the point is, if someone wants to know the source of jogging and exercise and Shabbos, it's vaguely in this Mishabur. Let's go a little later. The Mechaberites, um, the Mechaberites in Gimel, and you'll see why this is relevant. It's actually very, we'll, we'll run through hay today. We'll do Gimel Dalit hay, and we'll see if we have time. And there's two halachas that are actually very interesting and very relevant. It seems not relevant, but actually very relevant. Let's run through Gimel. You're traveling and you got to a stream. 
You could jump over the stream, even though technically you could walk around it, but over here, the running and the, jo- the jumping saves you traveling, so that's allowed. It's better to jump than to circle. Because you spend, you spend, think about how much more time you're traveling because you can't jump over the thing. But this is the key. So why can't you just go through the river? Right? Instead of going over it. Right? Instead of going over it, just go through it. Right? So you can't go through it. Rabbinically, you're not allowed to go into a body of water with clothing on because we're afraid you'll wring out the clothing. Okay, it's very simple. Siv Dalid. Oh, this is interesting. Let's say you're traveling for a mitzvah. To see a Rebbe on Shabbos and Yom Tif, Right? Kabbalah's Pnei Rabbi. Right? Rebchein Kenevsky famously would go, he would leave Bnei Brak twice a year. And Sukkot and Pesach and Cholamayid, he would go to see his father-in-law, Rav Yashiv, because Rav Yashiv was his rebbe. He looked at Rav Yashiv as his rebbe and Kibud of his chamav. But Hakbalas Pnei Rabbah, you're supposed to see a rebbe on Shal Shragolim and Shabbos. So if you're going to travel for a mitzvah, then you could you could you can go through the river because the whole iser of walking through the river is rabbinic. So for a mitzvah, Chazal, we're not so makbid. Uvachi yase shinoi, but you have to do a shinoi. That you have to keep your hands like, not to pull your hands in, in the sleeve, so that you're you're not wearing it the normal way, so that'll remind you not to wring it out. Okay, fine. And also, you're not to walk with a sandal. Because this is one of the laws of carrying. Many of the areas of carrying, again, I'm not going to go through all of it, but it's good to know. Whenever you go to Brooklyn, you should know what to do when there's no air, or if you don't hold the air of, uh, uh, of Eruvin in general, which maybe I'll explain today what that based on. What's that based on? Um, no one questions the air of Queens. There are people that just don't hold the Eruvin in Bechlal, but we'll get to that. The point is, you're not many of the halachas. You're not allowed to. We're afraid that you'll come to carry. So you're not allowed to wear your sandal slippers in the water when you're traveling through the water because they're going to come off. Then you'll pick them up and walk and you're carrying without an Erev. So any clothing that's not fastened tightly... So what are you supposed to do if you're wearing sandals and trying to cross the river? You can't wear them while you're crossing? You can't wear them. You need to leave them? Correct. Yeah, you can't, you can't take them. Okay. You can't, or, 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 yeah, you can't. Uh, yeah, you can't. Don't, don't wear sandals. That's <laughs> why so don't wear sandals. Now... Okay, so th- there's one halacha in this that's actually very interesting. It's not super relevant, or maybe it is, maybe it's not, but it's very interesting. Look at the Mishaburah in Yud. Pnei Rabbi, who had Pnei Aviv. I am Mogan Avram, Shekasa, the Ish Visha Shav Mitzvah's Kabbalah's Ponim, the Nir Isha, Hanidav Gushas Bail. The truth is, women are also obligated to go to their Rebbe, or their Rebbetzin, on Shabbos and Yom Tov. The source of Kabbalah's Pnei Rabbi is from the Isha Shunamis. The Isha Shunamis went to see the Navi, and her husband said, right, she was going because her son uh, had died, and she wanted to have uh, have the Navi help, but when she left the house, her husband said, why are you going? It's not Shabbos and Yom Tif. Why are you going to see the Navi? It's not Shabbos and Yom The implication is, on Shabbos and Yom Tif you have to, and you see the women are obviously included in the mitzvah. Now, if you look in the Bir Alocha, 
wants to say there's a distinction between Shabbos and Yom Tif. Shabbos is a mitzvah to see a Rebbe, Yom Tif is a Chiv. But he says he doesn't agree. Here's the Shaila. And it's just a very interesting Shaila. And that is, why is it that Yeah. Why is it that nobody is mocked about this? It's clear from the Shulchan Aruch that there's a mitzvah to see a Rebbe on Shabbos and Yom Tov. Okay, so you could say practically it's, it's difficult for me to do this. But there's a chiv. L'chayr, there's a chiv. The Gemara tells you, mechayiv. Why is no one mocked on this chiv? So you have, I printed out, this is a, a Naid Yehuda. It's a very interesting Naid I'll run through it. Naid Yehuda says like this, he makes a tremendous chiddush to say that while there might be a mitzvah nowadays, as is evidenced from the Shulchan Aruch, the Shulchan Aruch calls it a mitzvah, so you can't question that. It's brought down to the Shulchan Aruch. He feels, and I do the feels, there is no chiv nowadays to, to, be, uh, to see a rabbi anymore. There's no chiv. There's a mitzvah, but no chiv. And once there's no chiv, then it makes sense why Klai Yisrael is not makbid. Now, by the way, chassidim have been makbid. But not Shalosh Golem. I mean, they would go, you know, historically, some Hasidim would go certain Yom Taibim, but Shalosh Golem, why, why, why are we not Makbid anymore? Because there's no Chiv anymore. Why is there no Chiv? Now, it says like this. Hanir um, Daiti. You see, it's in the second paragraph. There's like two words underlined. Hanir Daiti, the second words on the line. Hanir Daiti. It's about halfway through this paragraph. Hanir Daiti. So he says like this. Fine, I'm sorry. Omnam. He says there's obviously an Indian to see a Rebbe on Shabbos and Yom Tov. But Lahatal Chayiv E. Evsha. And I says, I feel there's no more Chayiv. It's impossible to be Machayiv. Why? The Gemara tells us in Kedushin like this. The halacha is that when your Rebbe walks in front of you, you're supposed to stand up. Okay. So the Gemara in Kedushan asks Ashayla, what happens if you're by your Rebbe all day? Yeshiva. So every time he walks past, you're going to get up, get up, every single time. All day long, you're going to be getting up? That's not tenable. So says the Gemara, So the Gemara says, you stand up twice a day. So if you're in Yeshiva, and you're around your Rosh Hashiva all day, you're supposed to stand up for him in the beginning of the day once, and at the end of the day once. That's it. It's brought down to Shulchan Aruch. So the question is, why twice a day? What's the, what's the significance of twice a day? So it says, The Gemara says, I'll tell you why. How many times do you stand up for Hashem? Not Shemon Esrei. Kabbalah's Olmachu Shemayim. Kriyashma. Twice a day. So the Gemara says, we can't force it's not appropriate to honor a human being more than you honor Hashem. The same amount of times, fine, shine. Twice a day, you honor your Rebbe. Twice a day, you fine. But more than twice is inappropriate. It's inappropriate to be mechai of you to show honor to a Tamil Chacham more than you show honor to Hashem. That's the end of the Gemara. Says Naid Bihuda on the next paragraph, the top, Umeata. Gamla Kabal Pnei Rabbi. 
there's no chiyuv, right? The Magen Avram, right? We quoted a Magen Avram. The Biralacha quotes the Magen Avram that he says, Shabbos, there's a mitzvah. Yom Tov, there's a chiyuv. Why? They're both learned out from the same Pasuk. Why would there be a chiyuv on Yom Tov, but a mitzvah on Shabbos? The answer is very simple. How many Shabbosim are there throughout the years? 52, 50, 52, 52. To be mechaiv, you, to see a Rebbe 52 times a year. In the times of the Beis HaMikdash, how many times did they see Hashem? Right? Oilo Regal. How many times? Three. To be of you to see your Rebbe more than you see Hakadosh Baruch Hu is inappropriate. So it says in Eid Yehuda that very argument is the reason why nowadays that there's a Chorban. Nowadays a Chorban. We can't be of you to see your Rebbe ever. Because we never are Mechayiv to see Hashem. So it says in Eid Yehuda, although there's a mitzvah as is evidence from the Shulchan Aruch, there's no longer a Chayiv. I, no one makes a connection between the Churban. Why? Because after the Churban, there's no Merchiv. What's the connection? The connection is you see from that Gemara that we're not Mechayev you to show honor to your Rebbe more than we're Mechayev you for Hashem. And because nowadays there's no Chiyav to be Eul Regal for Hashem, there's no Chiyav to be Eul Regal to a Rebbe. That's the Neidibi says. Okay, it's a Chiddush, but that's the Limitzchus of the Neidibi Huda. Fine. Go to Sifhei. Now, Sifhei is also tremendously relevant. Maybe not for us, but for Hatzal. Hatzalah members. The Shulchan Aruch writes like this in Sifhei. Right? Let's say you're traveling for a mitzvah. So we said you're allowed to travel in, in the river. You're going to see a rabbi, you're allowed to travel. Says the Shulchan Aruch, if you're traveling in the river, we allow you to travel back also. Meaning, let's say you're going to see a rabbi. So we said you're allowed to travel through the river. But now you're on your way home. You could also travel through the river. I, what mitzvah are you doing going back? It's called which means if we don't allow you to walk through the river on the way home, you're not going to go in the first place. You're not going to go to see a Rebbe if you know that you're going to have to try. Meaning it's a, a two foot stream. But to go around it is three miles. Are you going to go to see a Rebbe if you know that you're going to have to walk around it? Maybe not. In order to incentivize people to go in the future, will allow you to do an Avera going home in order to incentivize you in the future. This concept was used he- is used heavily by Hatzalah. I'll give you an example. A Hatzalah member drives to the hospital, takes a, a patient to the hospital. What is the hetter for them to drive home? Now you'll say, maybe they'll be called. Maybe, but what if there's enough Hatzalah members in Queens, right? There's like a hundred Hatzalah. Let's say there's a hundred Hatzalah members in Queens. One person gets called. He goes to the hospital. He goes to Booth. Takes the, the patient, drops him off. Now he's at Booth. Now if he was not a Hatzalah member, right? If he was just a husband taking his wife there, what does he do? He stays in Booth. I, uh, why, why, why can't I go home? What, what hetar is there for you to be Mechal Shabbos? Even rabbinically, what's the hetar? You should know. If someone drops off a patient in the hospital and they're not Hatzalah, they can't go home if they're with the patient and the patient is you can walk back fine but there's no hotel there's no hotel to drive home to get a cab home what's the hotel so where's the where's the hotel sometimes when uh, maybe because a whole lot of cases where women give birth to babies and and they're released on Shabbos oh so that first of all by the way I was once with Rav Shechter and Rav Shechter actually feels that it's not mutter but the hotel for that is that when they release someone from the hospital they're still considered a chayla for a chayla, we allow you to do. We allow you to get a guy to even drive you if it's the necessary for a chayla. 
the assumption is that a woman, when she's dispatched, or you have someone who broke his arm, for him to sit for the rest of Shabbos in the, in the hospital is uncomfortable. He would rather be home in order for him to recover. The heter is the fact that when they dispatch you, when they release you from the hospital, you're still a chayla. Conceptually, if you were released in such a way where you're no longer a chayla, then there would be no heter. So what, what's the heter for Atzala to go home? So people think the heter for Atzala is because they might need the call to be called. But the question is practically, if there's a 150 Hatzalah guys still in Queens, what the, you, they don't need you. What's the Heter? The Heter is, Ramayisha Feinstein says, the Heter is this. If Hatzalah members know when they leave their house that they're going to be stuck in the hospital, then they'll hesitate. And in order to incentivize people to do the myth in the future, we allow you to do an Avera even coming home. Now that's Ramayisha Feinstein's Heter. And it's from the Shulchan Aruch. However, it is a very big shaila, because Ritzi Pesach Frank. Atzala, by the way, only has about three, four buses. Oh, so buses, Efsher. Okay, so buses, Efsher. Buses, you could say yeah. buses. Yeah, you're right. The 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 Hatzala trucks there aren't enough that they buy. But if you're an individual Hatzala member and you drove in your car, my point is, once you start getting in the game of I might be needed. Well, what if you're not going to be needed? What if it's 20 minutes before Shabbos is over? What if? The point is, this is more of a blanket heter. Now, I will say this, it's a very controversial heter, because Ritzipes Frank, and also Rosh Hashanah based on that, the Hatzalah Yushalayim, the Magen David Adom, they do not rely on this heter. Because they say like this, where is this heter from? The Shulchan Aruch. What heter is the Shulchan Aruch allowing you to do going back in order to incentivize in the future? Is it, is it allowing you to do an Issa Daraisa of Chil Shabbos biblically? No. It's allowing you to travel in a river with clothing on, which is a rabbinic prohibition. So says to Sifei Safrank, all you see from the Shulchan Aruch is that we'll incentivize going home the ends to, you know, in, in, to further incentivize in the future. I don't have a good terminology in, in English, but Shalita Machshil Asid this Hatter, the Shulchan Aruch is only referring to Issa Darabonah. Who's to say that that's a hetter for Nisad Daraisa? Ramayusha felt that it was. Ritzipes felt that it was not. So Ritzipes felt to allow Hatzalman to drive home, absolutely not. So they said, you can get a guy to drive you. So what they do over there, I don't know anymore, but originally they had Arabs who would drive. I, I can't imagine they would have an Arab drive these things anymore. But but they would have Goyim. Or maybe a Druzi. Maybe they have Druzim. They would have they would have Goyim that they trust drive. You can get a heter for them to do an Isidar Abona, but Isidar Isla, you don't have such a heter. So this, this Shulchan Aruch is a very, very important Shiloh when it comes to Hatzal. So in a case where you have, let's say you have, you have an older woman that's a Chayla, let's say, and, and let's say a child goes with them, it's, it's not so poshut. What, what do you mean? So let, let, Which let, direction? Let's say, let's say um, after, after they go with them to the hospital, let's say, uh, on Shabbos, let's say, let's say if God forbid someone goes, uh, uh, is rushed to the hospital on Shabbos, an older okay. woman, and you have a you have a, a son or, or, or goes with the parent, goes. yeah. So it's not so push it for them to be able once uh, once without the patient. Yeah, absolutely not. Right, absolutely not. Meaning, let's say this patient yeah, is staying. But that's that that that's that's for Hatzalah, but not for a family member. What, what's the difference between Hatzalah or somebody who's, who's but, driving someone to the hospital? No, no, no. He's talking about a family member. I'm talking about a family member. So what's the difference? Okay. Because you don't need a heter. The family member will always take that person. The the heter by you need to incentivize Hatzalah members because they don't have to go. 
No one needs incentive. God forbid their wife has a heart attack. No one's going to be like, I'm going to be stuck there all Shabbos. You're going to go because it's your family. Right. Hatzalah needs an incentive because they're like, what do I have to go for? I don't know. No one would require, no one, the heads are of incentives of allowing them to do an Isra to come home because to for the incentive in the future would not apply to family. Families don't need incentives. Right. It'll be a Hatzalah. So a neighbor perhaps? Yeah, uh, maybe, maybe uh, even then, uh, how often? Right. It's not. It's but not part of. Next time I won't, I won't. But how often is that? Uh, you'll probably say yes because it's it's so out of the ordinary. Hatzalah. It's something that Ramosha says they need. It happens every Shabbos. They need to be able to to answer right away without a tinge of of, of waiting. They can't hesitate. I, I, to, to, to rely, especially to drive home, which Bechlal doesn't hold as a head to Fratzal, right. but for a Jew to drive home, absolutely not. Well, well isn't it there in some smaller, uh, some, like I, I know in Detroit, where they have a, they have Atzal over there, they have Goyim that are, that, at least for a while, they were having Goyim as drivers driving the. Well, that uh, might help. That, that might make it better, it, but it doesn't make it better all the time. Conceptually, that helps this scenario, but does right. not help, because the truth is, when it comes to, when it comes to, being Mechalal Shabbos, we'd rather a Jew do it than a guy because the Jew will drive quicker. So, in general, I would actually think it's probably not... The question is, is it better to have a Gaisha driver? It depends. If it's like for a woman delivering, which there's time, you get a guy, right? Generally, when it comes to Rafua, when it comes to like Pikuach Nefesh, you want a Jew to do it. Uh, you don't want a guy, you want a Jew to do it. However, the one exception is, is a woman giving birth because it's Pikuach Nefesh, but it usually... There's plenty of time usually, so um, uh, that's the time where we actually get a cab. The point is, uh, it's interesting because I, I would actually think in, it's probably better for a Jew to drive because you know, you'll you'll drive quicker, you'll take it more seriously every second. You know what Chil Shabbos means, and and, and you'll know you know, uh, you know it's it's interesting. Um, it happens to be if you look at the Sefer Nishmas Avram, his whole thing is to like remind. At solo members and doctors, it's still Shabbos. It's still Shabbos. Like he doesn't like. It's a different approach. Some rabbanim feel that like forget Shabbos, just do your thing, just go. Others are super mockbit about it. So I guess it depends on you know your so perspective. So the point of this is obvious. Then even like uh, at solo members going back uh, from from booth, let's say back to Cougar and Hills, and a loved one who happened to have gone with him, uh, you know, it's... it's pre- it, no, but it could be there's a heter outright for all Hatzalah members, so I, it could be it's a heter for all Hatzalah members in all circumstances. I mean, even if they happen to have driven a loved one this time, it, it's probably an absolute heter for Hatzalah members. My point is, it's not a heter for a s- no, standard... No, I'm talking about for a Hatzalah member to, to take, let's say, uh, a loved one back from the hospital, back to, back to uh, let's say, back to Queens. It, 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 it sounds I, It's probably better, better get a cab. I think it would probably better be so a cab. So, so you're allowed to get a it, cab on Shabbos? If they're sick? No. I'm oh, talking oh. I'm talking about as a second oh, person no. there. It's no. all, it's, from this, it sounds like it's totally I, awesome. I, I, I would th- you'd have to ask a big rub. Meaning, someone dropped off his mother at the hospital, and there's a total leaving anyway. He's like, can I get a ride? Right. I don't think so. Well, is it any different than going to shoot a guy? So you have to know. It's worse. But you just said a yid is better. Didn't we just say a yid is better? No, no. Generally, uh, getting a guy is better, but but in, in, in this case, they're going anyway. His point is, in this case, they have a heter anyway to drive. The question is, Ramosha has a tshuva. It happens to be Ramosha has a tshuva. It's an interesting tshuva. Ramosha. Just walk on. It's a, the driver's going to say, "Could you pay, sir?" I'm sorry, I don't have money. It's Shabbos hand. Ramosha has a tshuva. Ramosha has a tshuva. Ramosha was asked about getting in a cab. 
Moshe was talking about a case where the woman is getting in a cab to drive to the hospital and she wants a family member to go with her. Right. So Moshe said it's mutter because there's a concept in Hilchah Shabbos that when a woman is giving birth and she's considered a nefesh, we do anything to calm her. Right. If she wants a family member to come with her, we're makel to keep her calm. Ramosha in that shuva throws in a couple lines which are very interesting and he says he bechlal doesn't know what the iser is when that's fine he doesn't know what the iser is when when a, when a cab is driving anyway what is the iser of joining the cab Ramosha himself says he doesn't know what the iser is he said it's at most but it's hap- let's say no but let's say the door is being opened and you're just literally sitting so people think so he said that the iser in his mind, would be the added fuel from your body weight, which is, it's not a lot. It's probably borderline minuscule considering a car is a ton and it's driving and you, you wait. And you wait. So Ramesha says, it's probably in a Sidra Okay, so a city bus is a Sidra doesn't mean it's a motor, it's a Sidra So in this case, would Ramesha say that uh, for Oynik Shabbos he can get a ride with that? So I don't know, it's a good child. I'd have to, I'd have to check it out. It's an interesting child. You know these shuls on Shabbos, even in the weekday, but especially on Shabbos. Sometimes in the larger shuls, you can have three, four, even five cell members, and their radios are. I have no problem. With, I have no problem with it. I have no problem. I'll tell you why. It used to bother me when I was younger, and then I realized it doesn't matter. Uh, yeah, no, yeah, no, no, it's fine. It's it's fine. It's fine. If it helps them here for one second, because uh, I'll tell you why. You it'll be those people that are mad with the earpiece. Okay. I understand, I understand, I understand. But you know what, though? I, it, it, you know what? If it, if it, if that's, ha- if that helps, I'm telling you right now. If, if, if you're, if you're on the floor somewhere, not breathing, God forbid, and they're blasting, you want it all to be blasted. I used to be so. You know, it's okay. It's fine. They're not listening to the baseball game. They're not listening to the Yankees. That's the best. This is to hear when people are on the floor dying, dying, literally dying. I'm not. If it bothers those people and it's hard for them to do it. Halavai, everyone else in the shul should not be talking. You know what I mean? Like that's sure. it's like it, you know what's funny? It's like that's when like that's we're gonna put our foot down. Yeah, but but that's something that we haven't been able to to control. But we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna stop the Hatsala members. That's what's causing Claudius. So, eh, I, 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 listen, if you're the type of person that's machbid about everything in life, you'll be machbid about that. If you're the type of person that's selective hekbid, you should not be selectively machbid about that. Now, if you don't mind, just for a few minutes, I want to start. I want to just mention one thing. I have I, I gave in front of you the Mishnah. Brewers, uh, Chilik Dalit, over there. Maybe you could share. Um, it's Chilik Dalit, yeah? yeah? So, yeah, so Chilik Dalit. I just want to mention one halacha in Simon Shin Memhei as sort of an intro, and you'll let me know next time if you guys want to go through the details of carrying on Shabbos. I don't want to do something that's not on point, but I also think it is important to know certain halachas, so you'll, uh, you'll let me know afterwards. What's the Indian Bechlal of people that are just, it's, it's very passionate, people that don't carry? The Chabad, they don't, they, they, they no, carry? No, there's no criticism of Arab and physical, physical war, right? No, no, but I'm saying, yeah, yeah. So, so there are people that don't carry. them try not to carry. Chabad doesn't carry. Chassidim are super megal. Chabad doesn't carry. And Litvaks, Akadikach, that when I carried in Kew Gardens, one of my rabbis in Sharatara said to me, what self respecting Tamil Chacham carries? 
He was shocked that I carried. I didn't know what he was talking about. Any, anywhere, anywhere. Oh, anywhere. In the anywhere. Well, Eruvin. Yeah, exactly. I mean, walls. Yeah, yeah. They were carrying Yishalayim. Yishalayim is different. Right. The question is, wh- what's that about? So people misunderstand that they think they don't hold of the Queen's Erev. It has nothing to do with it. It has nothing to do with the Queen's Erev or not. It's basically like this. If you look in Shin Mem Hei, it, it's, border, it's up to Sif Zayin. Shin Mem Hei Sif Zayin. That's what it comes down to. There are four Rishu in Shabbos. There's Rishus HaYochid, Rishus HaRabim, a Karmelis, and a Mokum Ptur. The concept, if you want to make a Rishus HaRabim carryable, if you want to carry in a Rishus HaRabim, an actual Rishus HaRabim, Doi Raisa, you need walls. The string thing does not work. All the Heterim that we use in Queens, or not just in Queens, in Farakaway, in all these areas, those do not work on a Rishus HaRabim. They do work on a Carmelis. Okay. So this Eruv is relying on the fact that Kew Garden Hills is a Carmelis and not a Rishus HaRabim. And it's the same thing with every Eruv outside of actual walls. You sh- the old city has walls, but outside of actual walls, anytime you see a string, that is telling you this is not a Rishus HaRabim. Okay. Which, by the way, means that when the Eruv goes down for Shabbos, it's rabbinically forbidden to carry in such a community, not biblically, because it's a Carmelis. Now, because it's rabbinically forbidden to tell people who are carrying anyway, and they're not going to listen to you, is inappropriate, right? So if the Erev goes down, you shouldn't say say when they're in shul, because I was in shul once, I mentioned this story, that they announced uh, the Erev is down, Shabbos day, and I remember women, because it was upstairs, it was a hole, there was a hole, (laughs) that women yelled down, what are we supposed to do with our kids? Meaning, you tell me I can't get. What I? So, if you want to go over to privately to some men who at most would carry a towel, say, hey, listen, the air is down. Like, Fine, I got no problem with that. But to announce it. Now, if it was an Isidar Raisa, okay, Isidar Raisa, you got it, what should they do? They should stay in the shul. But it's Isidar Abonon. So, Mutav Shushanimah, you must need such a concept. Now, what, what is the. So, the premise of those strings, again, not for the details right now, but it's based on the fact that we're looking at this community as a Carmelist, not a Rishasarab. Now, the question is, what is the definition of Rishasarab? And it's one Shiloh. The Shulchan Aruch Haitz and Siv Zayin, What's the definition of a Rishis Aravim? And let's think, as we read this, does Kew Garden Hills fall in this category? You have main streets, a main street. Harachavim Tezayin Ama, that are 30 feet wide. 30 feet? It's not very big. Main street is 30 feet wide. Exactly. And it's not walled, it's not ceiling, no ceilings. No wall. And these streets go run through the city. Main street. Oh, it's So what's the hatter? Says the Shulchan Aruch. Some say, in addition, you have to have 600,000 people traveling. Oh. If you hold, like, the first opinion of the Shulchan Aruch, then all these communities are Shisarabims, and the Erev will not be effective. If you feel that the definition of Shisarabim is 600,000, there are not 600,000 people in Kigarn Hills. By the way, there's a Stamshad. There's not 600,000 people traveling on any street, basically. Even Times Square, if you go- I Googled it. Times Square, I think they had the highest point, not now because it's crazy, but the highest point of, it's like 450,000 people, oh, Taylor. Oh, so that's a Shiloh. So I'll, just re- I'll read you like this. If you look at the Mishabura, the Mishabura says, Sivkatim Gimel, Midbar. 
the source of 600,000 is the, the Midbar was a Rosh Hashanah there were 600,000 Yid and Rav. Vashim Oid Erev I wasn't really 600,000, it was 3 million, right? Because 600,000 men, it's a couple, it's probably a couple million when you count the women and the children. Eh, the Pesach says 600,000. So this is a very important Shiloh. Do you need 600,000 to make Rosh Hashanah Just a quick comment. Sure. Uh, previously you said when the Stam and the Yeshomrim go to oh. Very good. That would tell you that the Shulchan Aruch feels that all of these areas are Rosh Hashanah, which, by the way, explains why Svardim try to be Machmer, to not rely on the Erev of strings because they consider Rosh Hashanah. Now, how do we paskin? Le'inin halacha. Midasim mechaber dekasadezu barak yesh omrim. Oh, the Mishavura says exactly what you're saying. Stam v'yesh halacha kistam. Mashalacha osvir lekein. The stam of the Shulchan Aruch is that Rosh Hashanah is defined by a public street that's 30 feet wide. That's it. Oh, so that's the opinion of the Shulchan Aruch. However, it says the Mishra, you cannot stop those that are mekel. Because many, many Rishonim follow this second view. But someone should be machmer if they can. Now, it happens to be, it's not so posh as a Stam because Ravad Yosef, and maybe next time we'll talk more about this, Ravad Yosef does prove that there are other lines in the Shulchan Aruch in this volume that implies that he holds you need 600,000. But the point is, the Mishabura says you should be Machmer. This is the source of those that are Machmer not to rely on, on Erevin in general. It's because they look at all these communities as a Rosh Hashanah because the definition of Rosh Hashanah is any public street that runs through the city that's 30 feet wide, which almost every town and street has, which means that town and street is Rosh Hashanah. Now, if it's Rosh Hashanah, the strings won't help. Now, you could have maybe strings on side streets, but to have a community-wide Erev, the Mishabura would not hold of. Um, it happens to be a little if you think about it. To need 600,000 to be Rosh Hashanah, that, that means basically there was never Rosh Hashanah in like the history of the world. So maybe next time, I'll tell you, Ramosha has... A shita, a very interesting shita. Maybe we'll say for next time about the definition of shasaram. Because the shaila is, if you need six hundred thousand walking on a street, what street has six hundred thousand people on it? Maybe in like Bangkok or something, but no, no, nothing. Yeah, exactly. Nobody here. So Moshe has a shita. Stam is I even add that shaila. Where is it learned out from the six hundred thousand? It's from the midbar. Right. That means that every day in the midbar, every person left their house and walked on the street. Every single day, every single person walked. It's also unlikely. So Moshe has a certain sheet that we'll get to next time. But that's just as an intro, the overall concept of Erevin in general and Rishasaram. But maybe we'll save for next time.